Hey guys, it's Jack here. Big massive shout out to our Patreons. So these guys are the guys who donate for the editing and they really do make a huge difference to keep the show alive. Uh, we've been sponsored by Art Faulkner, Ferdy Evers, Mikey Dredd and Underfluke. These guys are absolute legends. Thank you so much and see you next show. Let's drone out. Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Drone Out. Tonight you are joined by Andrew Slash Frank. Hello. Right, we are also joined by Tony Cake. <laughs> Hi. From Immersion RC, people may remember him for such things as uh, being in flight test and the Vortex 180. Uh, my little Tony, we will be referring to him as little Tony. Poor chap. Bon. Sure. <laughs> so that's that's a little in joke. Uh, would you like to introduce the, the next host, Tony? Like how you did earlier? Curry. Kitten. Hello. Tony's trying to, I think he's auditioning for X Factor. He's trying to build up tension between syllables. No, no, no. What you want to do is you get an XD60 plug, right? And then you just offset your webcam slightly. And that will drop. Or sit left of the screen and not in the middle. <laughs> and I'm, I'm Jack Bright till I fly. How are you doing, guys? How's it going? All good. Not bad. We're not bad. Frank slash Colin McRae slash slash Uncle Frank in yeah. HD and got a Battle and Britain squadron ground yeah. crew jumper on that is nice. Bit Need jealous of it as well. How, how, oh well, Gel, hold on, present yourself. <laughs> we didn't see it. Oh, hold on. Uh, where's where's present? There we go. Oh, nice. That is nice. I like that. Guys, how how much would you like to bet that he had to pay for that himself? <laughs> Slash make it himself. Can you, can you do the, the quote, though, Frank? Can you look wistfully up to the sky and say outstanding? Oh, it was magnificent, was it? Definitely yeah. magnificent. I have you need a white shirt. It. Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, I should have got that on there, shouldn't I? Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Mr. Cake, if you're wondering what we're on about, have you seen the Battle of Britain? It was on BBC Two, wasn't it? Channel no. Four. Channel no, four, the sorry. only thing I watch on on BBC is EastEnders. <laughs> oh my God! What? What is that? That must be the wife torturing you, surely? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I haven't watched EastEnders since Pat was in it. Was Pat, oh, or was that Pat, Brookside? What have you done to me, Pat? Oh yeah. How, how bad is that triggering you, Curry Kitten? Oh, the derailment here is just unbelievable. This is worse than normal. We're <laughs> <laughs> talking about Pat from EastEnders now. It was better when we were talking about, like, normal, cat masturbation the other day. Uh, that was working better. Have you got any strange facts for us, Tony? Strange what? Any, any strange facts for us? Strange facts? Yep. So when we had Josh Barbell on last week, he educated us all in chicken sex. So you've got that to beat. Why does he know about chicken sex? Quite a lot, turned out. He knew all the right words. Have you sent him back his um, uh, test unit yet? Test unit? Oh, his power meter. Yeah, power meter. No, I didn't. You're but a I bad did. man. But I did send Rotary a whole bunch of them. Beautifully calibrated. You did forget to send our winning uh, thing last time, though, didn't you, Tony? Did I? Did I remember in the end, or, or is it still? Is it still? Um... Still outstanding. Well, I think Mikey Dread won a quad off you and didn't get it. Oh, we'll have to sort that out. I'm, I'm not very fingers good at that. Crossed, I mean... Mikey, fingers crossed, Mikey. Yeah, ask him if if he still doesn't have it. I remember I remember sending something after the show. I don't, I'm pretty sure he hasn't got it. No. I, he should be in the chat later. Uh, hopefully, uh, law and order. 
sound hang on tony let me just let me just fix this jesus sorry i just remembered mikey saying oh i never got that prize i was like so upset oops we can fix that might have to upgrade it to a mojo though it was meant to be a mojo was it yes (laughs) it was the blue mojo on your wall do you still have it i got one here I'm not sure it's the same one. It could be. You saw it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, got, I got all kind of rubbish on it. I got an Acrobat. Acrobats are pretty cool. Yeah. What What new stuff have you got coming out? Have you got anything? Because I was chatting to you and you were like, nope, the hobby's dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm always going to have that. new stuff coming out. Um, anything you can yeah. talk about? No. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Actually, I'm, I'm still having an awful lot of fun um, with Rapid Fire. The uh, the last few days of um, it was an interesting way to develop firmware, having uh, kind of people on Facebook and then asking for features, and an hour later you, you release something with them in. It's kind of a that's new for me. That was kind of fun. So you can't. We were talking about this uh, before the show a bit because um, there, there was an issue at one point where there was like a camera or a type of camera or something that wasn't working very well, but that's that's all cleared up now, I believe. Yeah, there they, they weren't many. I mean, there are cameras which aren't ideal. There was one that was just absolutely bloody awful. Uh, Foxy or Arrow, I think it was. But um, we, we did mention it to them and they kind of scratched their heads and looked at the waveforms and said, we don't see anything wrong with it. <laughs> So at that point, I think we left it. <laughs> well, if you're not if you're not going to tell us what you're working on, can we can we have a guess? Because the mojo came out a while ago now, so it must be a new quad in the making. And people seem to be talking about going back to 2.4 video now, with everybody going sort of crossfire and even the R9. So, what about a 2.4 version of the rapid fire? That that can't be too too tough. I, know, I, I did actually post a question on our on our community hub there the other day, and, and nobody was interested in it. So I mean, I'd love to do one. It's it's actually a it's actually a pretty easy project. Um, but is there really a need for it? Does anyone want it? Yeah, it would be nice. I do hear people talking about it, but maybe not quad people quite so much. I mean, all five of them really want it. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. There won't be many people, I think. That will go for the 2.4 with the massive antennas and everything and the lots of money on the crossfire and whatever. But the people who do will probably spend over the odds yeah. to get the fancy stuff, I imagine. Um, you know, the the, um, the crazy thing is that the kind of range we're getting now with with a rapid fire just on the goggles is, is a little nuts. And I think, you know, I, I classify FPV people into kind of three bins. There's the guys who believe one kilometer is long range and, and hope to get there one day. Um, and then there's the guys who, you know, kind of potter around between kind of one and five kilometers. And, you know, that's, that's kind of cool stuff. And that you can do with 5.8 gig, no problem. And then there's the guys who want to do the really crazy stuff, you know, yes, the, the, the 20K stuff. And, and, you know, and there's about five of those. <laughs> so I think, Tony, you know, Tony's got a thing about roundabouts. Roundabouts. <laughs> Is that right, Tony? Do I? No, no, my little Tony. Oh. You need to say my little Tony before speaking. Yeah. It's getting it's confusing. Can't we call you Tim for Tony? And it's the easiest, okay. yeah. memorable way to do it. Well, well my FPV name is that, so. Toaster. <laughs> Toaster. <laughs> Toaster I can deal with. <laughs> Toaster what? Don't <laughs> Start calling me oh, hang on. He started swearing. Hang on. I oh, set something up for this. Write the name down. Um, what time it is. Ash in the, in the chat has asked... Uh, oh, there we go. You've or just answered it. I've just seen. He was Tony. asking uh, where your accent's from, and you've said Dorset. Oh, my accent. swear again. My accent is completely fucked at this point. There you go. <laughs> Whereabouts in the world have you been for the past year? <laughs> 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 it's funny I, I i went on a canal boat trip in in the uk this summer and i met all kind of weird and wonderful people it's on the grand union going down in london and, oh, and people kept thinking i was from canada or ireland or something i was like no from bloody dorset <laughs> did you manage to get any fish and chips and i'm really upset with you you didn't let me know you're oh, bloody right every lock has got a pub and most pubs sell fish and chips so yeah two weeks worth of fish and chips and cider oh 
Good for, man. For many air show this year, in the in the off chance that you came, we did have a fish and chip stand. Oh, you did. There was fish and chips there, especially for you. Did I miss it? Is it passed already? Yeah, that was that was in May. That was a long while ago. There is another one. There is another one next May. Yes. Yeah, it could be there. <laughs> I could be there. Um. Where were we? Uh, rapid fire, range. new features, yes. range. Yeah, it's a rapid, it's a rapid fire. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I've been having an awful lot of fun these days by uh, slapping some nice antennas on on the goggles and and amusing myself, kind of in this middle ground, kind of the um, the one to ten k kind of stuff. And um, I don't really see the need for two point four for that stuff. I mean, it's with with this generation of receivers. Um, it's pretty damn good. I think the antennas have also come on quite a bit as well, haven't they? They okay. have, although all of this this rubbish about actual ratio and all this perfect circularly polarized antennas, when you're doing long range, you really don't give a shit about that stuff. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, the antennas are actually like third on the list, isn't it? Yeah. I'd use antennas as my f- first overpower. Really? Yeah, we're definitely before power. Um, depends, I think. Oh man, don't make me get Ivy crazy on here because you do realise he's made a remote control lawnmower. Yeah, no, yeah. No, the the whole antennas, all this, all this circular polarized stuff, and perfect actual ratio is great when you're in a um, kind of in a hall in a in a metal box, but um, long range stuff. I think it's it's overrated. I generally use some of the old stuff for that. What's happening with the shoe gone now? Is it still the being? Gong. Yeah, shoe gong was dead years ago. Oh, what project? Yeah, actually, shoe gong was my biggest mistake because if we'd have patented the folding arms, um, we'd have made lots of money from DJI. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Oh. Well, you'd have to you'd have to enforce it in China. Yeah, which might not be too fun. Yeah. No, nah, that's long gone. So, yeah. does that mean that four three three as a control signal is dead now? With easy UHF, was it easy UHF you won? Um, it was still. It's funny we we overstocked on easy UHF back in I don't know a few years ago, and uh, and they're still selling at a stupid rate. We're not really sure who's buying them. <laughs> um, a lot of them are heading to Afghanistan and Syria. news <laughs> for? Are you sure you want to say that on this channel, <laughs> Doug? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, that, that's uh, actually for fixed wing. It still uh, it still does very very well. It's when things got smaller and the antennas close to all the other nasty noisy stuff that it kind of fell out of favour. Perhaps all the people doing long range are just underground now. You're just not seeing them. There's actually more than five. There's ten. But you, know, <laughs> you can't just upload, don't know about them. You can't upload anything because the CIA and um, the FAA have got their own YouTube channels, and they go, "Do you mind taking that down?" Well, you, you can upload it. It's, you just do the. Uh, you know, I found this memory stick in a in a parking lot <laughs> kind of trick. Does that actually work? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anyone have been prosecuted. Well, I didn't get prosecuted. I got told to take mine down. I've done two and a half miles out. You, you yeah. might have done two and a half miles out. By may, may, I may have done two and a half miles. Yeah. You're so what's the Brexit happens, right, Are these laws going to stay the same? Ask. Ask, to, uh, ask Frank. What? We hate breaks the whole... We oh. want to kill everyone. Uh, what? Brexit affecting drone laws. Yeah. Well, we're we're writing our own stuff anyway at the moment. So, and um, the next sitting for that I think is in February next year. So maybe by the end of next year there might be something written into like the spe- a specific drone law. So there might be something. Well, we've had so many cutbacks. There's two policemen to each city anyway, so we ain't really bothered. <laughs> That is the funny thing about the drone laws, the, the yeah. unenforceability. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Although there was uh, a guy who got prosecuted, it's been in the news the past couple of days, uh, for flying near a police helicopter. Um, yeah. And they basically followed, it was a Phantom 4, uh, and they basically followed it back to him. And then, because he, he was flying it from his garden, as far as I can tell, 
Mm. Um, and so they went and knocked on his door mm-hmm. and then they ended up searching his house and he'd hidden it away in the little loft above his bath. Um, <laughs> but they like, you know, just kept searching until they found it and then went, well, that's it. And he was like, no, it was a loft there. above their bath. Is that a British thing? I don't know. Probably, it's probably like a little euphemism for, you know, his, his sex den. <laughs> <laughs> his his red room of drones. Yeah, I've got a pleasure room, <laughs> <laughs> like Fifty Shades kind of stuff. Yeah. But anyway, so then then they you know just checked on it and it showed the flight path and the times and everything. It was like, well, that's quite clear. So oh. take it apart and blend the. <laughs> Will it the, blend? Yeah, blend it. That's what I would do. Or put the whole thing in a microwave. <laughs> that will. It's not very good for the microwave. Who cares? <laughs> microwave, go to jail. Microwave, go to jail. <laughs> you just need it to not conk out and fry all the information on it. Can you go to jail, though? Yeah, I would be the first person to go to jail. Well, Speak- someone's previously... Uh, been I, I can't remember actually. There's, there was someone's been prosecuted for things before, but I guess that's just prosecution is not necessarily going to prison. Um, yeah, I don't think he was going to prison. Imagine that being in there, you got to act tough and it. What did you do? I <laughs> murdered someone. What did you do? I flew a drone. <laughs> <laughs> Near a police chopper. <laughs> I'm just having a look up up at the uh uh the uh the press release from the CAA. He was successfully prosecuted for £184 was the fine and £280 was the court costs. That's basically nothing. That's You do that just to get... I mean, that's what you'd pay for to get some nice video of a police helicopter. I mean, why not? I'd get you going on YouTube. you just got to get the right clickbaity title. Like, the police prosecuted me for this. Here's what they didn't want you to see or something. YouTube paid him three grand for the rival video. Yeah. Oh my God. That's a bit. Don't get any ideas. Yeah, you could go up to prison for up to five years, but. That's the same as owning a handgun (laughs) (laughs) or building a taser, which may or may not have happened here thanks to David Vinderstall. Well, (laughs) did did you see the the other bit of vaguely drone related news um, that's been everywhere? Was this ion drive? Glider thing done by the MIT. They have the 40,000 volt little wires strung across the wings to charge up the air and then attract it to the back of the wings. It just kind of propels it along without any moving moving parts. Yeah. What? Um, That is pretty cool. What is flight anymore? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen that. Did it work then? Was it a Uh, success? Maybe it was a success in a laboratory in that it. Flew a bit further than it glided, glid, glowed. What's the past of glided? Glide? I like glid. Glid. <laughs> oh. If I share a link to this in in the Immersion RC Hub, will I break everything? Is, is there a limit on the maximum number of viewers? No, well, it's YouTube. It should be fine. Let's do it. Let's see what happens. Is there is there a count anywhere? I don't see it. Fifty three uh, at live at the moment. Fifty three. Yep. All right, let's, Sorry, hang on, let's have some fun. Loading oh, up. Share the YouTube link and not the Hangouts link, then we're fine. Yeah, it's the one with 244 at the end, right? Yeah, that's the one. Bingo. Okay. Let's see what happens. I'm not sure anyone will be interested, but... <laughs> they're all busy updating their firmware after the, all the releases last night. I need you to update some firmware on my <laughs> things after... <laughs> Very okay, I think now we get to the real reason why he's invited you here. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we needed to write that wrong for Mikey Dread, and Tony did a good job. My little Tony done a good job, and and I gave a shout out to Joshua Bardwell as well. But mind you, yeah, I suppose if he works for Right Riot, and then you sent them a load of uh, power meters, then I guess you could just have one of those. Yes, there were um, there are a whole bunch when I basically these things are calibrated by a, a box that we rent. It's like a two hundred thousand dollar piece of test gear, 
that uh, we rent at some stupid amount of money per hour. So uh, when he sent it to me, I didn't actually have it at the time, but the factory had it. So mm. they use it to calibrate all the stuff at the end of the line. Yeah, and I'm disappointed in you being like, no, can't talk about anything new, because last time you had a nice exclusive for us, and now this time, can't you give us <laughs> well, a little hint? I, I'm... So the way the way this company has worked since day one, it's like there are companies who are designed by accountants and they're managed in the boardroom, um, and then there are companies who are managed by engineers who don't really know what they're doing, but just enjoy building stuff. And then the stuff they enjoy building, apparently other people kind of enjoy too. So that's that's this model. And um, so I, I've always got a long list of things that I'm working on, which give me a lot of fun. Um, and some of them actually make it into production. And there's a few. Actually, there's one thing I'm very excited about, but I but I can't. Uh, it's a it's a it's a companion for Rapid Fire, and I'm I'm very excited about it. But um, is it a docking? No, <laughs> that sounds sexual. Yeah, if, 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 yes. Let's not go there. What a poor name for a product. <laughs> I actually had to look that one up. Uh, you haven't seen the full send batteries yet. The what? <laughs> Uh, there's these batteries called Full Full Send, and they've just got basically a na- naked lady riding a rocket. <laughs> I know. God bless this hobby. That. Why, why do you think it's dying then? Dying? Yeah. It's not. It's just plateauing. Um. It's plateaued for a very so, long actually, time. Yeah. This has been a that's, this has been a topic that's been all over the place this week. Yeah. Um. And. Actually, I did have a Monty Python clip queued up, but I think I, I killed the window. Oh, no, there it is. Oh, shit, now I've closed everything. Mr. Frost says it's not dying, it's just winter. Now, hold on. This is, this is the, uh, you know, this is the... <laughs> Can you guys hear that? Yeah. <laughs> so, no, it's... um. I, I guess for I, these windows keep closing on me. I guess for something to be dying, one must assume that it must eventually die. Um, an FPV will never die. Mm-hmm. Um, Get I on think, that on the t-shirt right now. Yeah. What's that? Get that on the t-shirt right now. Yeah. No, FPV will never die. It's a bit. It reminds you a bit like RC helis. You know, RC helis went nuts for a number of years, and then it kind of leveled off. And it'll never die, but it, it doesn't have the uh, doesn't have the number of people involved in it, it used to be. But you know, is is there less interest in it this year than there has been in the last couple of years? Yeah, definitely. It's definitely dropped off. There's no question there. Um, so if that, is that if that is the definition of dying? Then I guess yeah, it is. But um, I don't know. It's more kind of it's been kicked in the nuts. <laughs> Yeah. What um, Josh Barber was saying last week was that um, something, I mean, just kind of paraphrasing what he was saying was that it, when there was all the hype, loads of people getting into it, so there was no one really knew which direction it was going to go, so there were loads of people putting out loads of things and plotting out loads of different possible options. And now we've kind of trimmed those down to a few and that's the focus and we've got, kind of got this hardcore and and that's kind of why it's plateaued is that we've it's kind of developed and it's it's kind of stable now i i don't think it's that to be honest i mean it, it's a, it's a nice theory but the way i look at this world is is things exploded i mean fpv with fixed wing has been running on for years right so so fpv i mean i got involved in this about 14 years ago um which is apparently when my RC Groups account was created. <laughs> and uh, so FPV has been around for a while, but the, if you look at the kind of the quad scene, this was really kicked off by the Ergonay video. All right, so the Ergonay video, the flying in the yeah, Star Wars in the forest thing. So if you look at that today, I think it's up at about 3.7 million hits. All right, so this thing, and if you, if you rewind to when that came out, there was nothing like it. No, you know, pe- people's reference for that was Star Wars. It's like, holy shit, this is like pod racing, but but it's really happening. Um, and that pulled a lot of people in. I think a lot of people came into this hobby after seeing that really extraordinary kind of something never seen before. 
And then over time, I think, obviously, you know, we went from kind of one viral video to tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. And I think the interest has kind of worn off from kind of a, a, a newcomer's point of view. You know, they've kind of seen it before. Um, I mean, as, as, a, as a manufacturer, I did hope that the investment in putting drone racing on TV kind of the mass media stuff would uh, would really bring in some awareness and some interest, but that hasn't happened. Um, well, we were watching Tony. What were we watching around yours before the curry? Frank. And I don't mean curry kitten. <laughs> uh, we were after curry kitten, but before what, the actual curry. We were watching the the, the live stream the... from a couple of weeks ago from the FAI event in Shenzhen. World Drone yeah. Championship. And what did we all say? We can't see what's going on. They're too yeah. small. It's not a good spectator event still, is it? Well, you guys, I, I was there, and and to be there in person, um, it was a bit like watching paint dry. <laughs> because there was no real local uh, commentators, and they sold tickets for the stands there uh, for an extortionate amount of money in, in Chinese money and uh, didn't sell many. Mm. But that that stuff, I mean, in my opinion, that stuff's a disaster. I mean, this was the big hope that this would bring the masses into our fun hobby. Um, and I think it's failed. And one of the reasons is that, you know, mere mortals can't follow racing. I mean, even racers can't follow racing. <laughs> so, Tony, do your job, my little Tony. Uh, thank you. E-F-F-E-K-T-F-B-V. Uh, who just dropped us £10 in the Super Chat. Thank you very much. That will go towards um, uh, Jack's doing editing, I should think. Thank you. No, it's beanies and stickers, apparently. We are <laughs> going to be buying some beanies for the UK Drone Show, which is With next Tony's money. Saturday. <laughs> Tony doesn't know that. Is it next Saturday? Yes. Yes. So you can yeah. buy LDO beanies from Menace RC stand next Saturday at the Drone Show. I'm, I'm going to have a stab at that, but to me, it looks like a play on words of F-F-E-K. F-E-K. F-E-K. E-K. Which almost sounds like F-E-F-P-V. I don't know. So I had two questions for Tony. Which one? That one. The other one's Little Tony. The, the important Tony. Because he's no bigger than the size of your thumb. So, two <laughs> things. I, I noticed, one, is that there was a difference between the way Rapid Fire got released and everything else. Like, when I look at the Vortex quads, they, they'd gone off and they'd been sort of, you know, tuned by, like, uh, Chad Nowak and all that, and they'd been doing loads and loads of testing. So when they finally got released, it was like, look at this, it flies perfectly. Yeah. As opposed to Rapid Fire, which is kind of like, here's what we got now, tell us what you like, and it was kind of a a sort of development cycle whilst it was going out to the people? Not really. I mean, it was tested by a large number of people, um, a large number of people doing silly long-range flights where, you know, the equipment was pushed to the limits. Um, yeah, what we didn't, what we underestimated was how shitty some of the gear was that was going to be feeding it. <laughs> um, you know, you design these things for to correct certain things, but up to a certain limit. And some of these cameras uh, were absolutely awful. And the goggles did a damn good job of, of you know, repairing it. So nobody ever saw it before. So, so, so it wasn't sort of a, a more conscious thing to say, let's, let's put this out there and see what people like. It's kind of, you thought it was done, but then you yeah. found out people had really bad cameras. Yep. No, we were, we were pretty happy with it. And actually the, the frustrating thing for me was that I was actually personally flying a, uh, a four-in-one board um, from Sunrise Model, which actually was one of the bad ones. And I thought it was just a bad board, and I hadn't really dived into it, so I'd replaced it with something else. But it turns out that this was the first sign <laughs> of, of, uh, of a board where they kind of skimped on some parts and really screwed up the analog video signal. Mm. So, um, yeah, no, we, we didn't expect that at all. I mean, luckily, we were able to do a fair number of things between the first and second batches, and the first batch wasn't that big. Um, so, you know, we, we did whatever we could in hardware, we did whatever we could in software, and then we contacted all of the manufacturers 
um, that had questionable gear, and we asked them nicely if they wouldn't mind fixing it for their next builds. <laughs> so that's cool. My other question: We were talking last week about uh, a beta fly, as uh, as Josh Bardwell was, and we were talking about how complex it has become for the average user. And one of the things yeah. that the Vortex quads do is obviously they have a sort of interface into Betaflight. And when you set it up, the first time you plug in, it detects what sort of receiver you've got. And then it asks you to move your stick. So it sets all its endpoints. It does everything. Now, yeah. nobody else has done this. It hasn't gone into Betaflight. Is that because it's yours or people are just too lazy? To I, I've actually, I, I did have this discussion in public with somebody. And, <laughs> you know, if anyone wants to go port that into Betaflight, I'd be quite happy to see it go. Um, you know, I think one of the issues that we've got, I mean, going back to the, you know, getting people interested and getting more people involved in the hobby, the first thing you need to do is make them aware. Um, you need to make them realize that, hey, this is a pretty cool sport um, and get them to ask questions. Second thing is, you know, they need to go buy something and understand it. And unfortunately, these days, the classic answer from any, uh, anyone in the business is, oh, yeah, learn how to solder buy these bits here, these bits here, these bits here, put it all together and I'll help you with the drivers. Um, you know, we'll set up, we'll, we'll tune your filters and, and we'll set your rates and then we'll go fly. Right. And then the newcomer's like, <laughs> so I'd be really happy uh, if some of these easy, ease, ease of use features would make it into things like beta flight to at least make this learning curve a little, a little more uh, manageable. But, uh, any of you guys seen the David, David, uh, Droning, droning, uh, yeah, yeah. The the little video on that that was kind of bizarre. I'm a little bit scared of it. There's a software. It's but... been kicking around but for a long while. Which what, what is it? The D R O N I N. It's a it's another um, flight controller kind of family. Um, it was around before iNav as a kind of. I think it back at least when I first came across it, it was a fixed wing type GPS thing, but they've been kind of gradually building up things. It's kind of separate from beta flight or kiss or race flight or anything else like that. It's just kind of been sitting along in the background Hmm. um, as as another flight controller family. Never heard of it. That's the Frank I know and love. He's gone back to robot man. Yay. Broken. Shitty internet for the win. <laughs> Hello, Frank. Zero zero one. Yeah. Is it is it working better now, or am I still robot? You Not look. Bad. You look robot. You sound alright. Okay. I, I think if we go over sixty viewers, it just sort of yeah, kills no you. Effect. Did we go over sixty viewers? Yeah. Yeah, we've had sixty-four peak concurrent viewers so far. Um, yes uh, one thing I was going to add on to the ease of ease of use thing because once you know, once someone's uh, gone to it thought oh this is interesting then gone on and uh, bought a quad set it up and flown it then the next thing is to go to an event and fly with other people Yeah. and if you go to a race event now after many years of hard one work race events are now you know a lot of the people who go to them know what to do. And it's, there are procedures and a lot of etiquette. And I mean, it's simple when you know it, but when you go to an event the first time, there's a lot going on very quickly and there's no patience for people being a bit slow or turning things on at the wrong time on the wrong channel. Um, so, Isn't that the same with any hobby or any sport though? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it used to be that way with, you know, the line of sight stuff with the control, uh, you know, before we had frequency hopping. Crystals and ribbons. Exactly, and pegboards and things. Before Um, that was sandals and wire. (laughs) (laughs) Sandals and wire. (laughs) Get your little control lines tied up in knots, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, to me, like the big step for general RC flying was um, foamies and 2.4. Um, and we've kind of in already got the usability of foamies in quads because they're carbon fiber and they can smash up and it's fine. Um, but the 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 big issue I think for events at least is the control of the FPV. Um, do you think 
we're anywhere near any kind of improvement on that front. I, I don't think it's the biggest problem. I mean, we, uh, our contribution to that was the, was the one system and for the mm. people who use it for their events, I mean, that basically solved it. Um, you know, in fact, even, you know, DCL last year, which is actually an interesting one to talk about. Um, you know, we ran tramps and wands for the whole season. I think, I don't think we had any, actually we had one case of someone turning on in the pits. I think it was Banny. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, that, that's in the whole season. So I think we have solutions to that. I don't think that's the biggest problem. But it's, um, you know, with DCL, though, isn't that largely people who know what they're doing? Um, yeah, but if you have a large number of people who should know what they're doing, there's a, the, kind of the probability of someone screwing up gets bigger. <laughs> well, what but, I mean is, is you know, if, if that was a lot easier, then it would make it easier for people to join in at events, or at least less daunting. Um, risk of failure I, I, for me at, at the events I mean years ago I used to go to events and compete and, and yeah, I was still okay because everyone sucked so I fit right in um, I think these days there's a, a real split between the you know the top guys who have just got amazing and the average guys who are still average um, so I think there's you know there, these events really need to be kind of split into two mm. Um, I love going to the events, which are like from Immortals. I mean, the rookie track at I.O. last year was uh, was paradise for me. So I'd like to see more of that. But I, I don't think so much it's a, it's a technology problem. But I could be wrong. Well, it would certainly help if we had the equivalent of uh, a 2.4 spread yes. sector for uh, FPV. But of course, as soon as something goes digital... Uh, latency gets added to it, doesn't it, uh, for your... Uh, well, the, the, the problem is, I mean, everyone thinks that going digital will fix all this, but the, the fundamental problem is the 5.8 gigahertz band is is so big. And um, in the UK, we, we already can't fly, you know, eight quads legally in the band that's allocated. In the US, with race band, you can just fly eight. Um, going digital doesn't necessarily use any less bandwidth. So you're still fitting the same number of things into the same hole. Um, so with the 2.4 radios, you've got you know frequency hopping. You know you've got um, things which take up a little tiny bit of bandwidth, and you can have a whole bunch of them in this massive cavernous band, and they can hop around. And even if they do collide, it doesn't really matter because you'll catch it. You know you catch the next one. But with video, even digital video. Um, you've just got this problem is the, the, the thing is big. The, it's, it's a wide bandwidth and it, it's, it's a little band. I suppose you'd at least have the effect that people would be able to reject other people's video, but then again, you'd get holes in your video. Exactly. But the, yeah. but the other thing is we'd have more bandwidth available to us if it was digital because the, there's a whole different set of rules for digital broadcast, isn't there? No, the, the problem is that the bandwidth, I mean, if you go back to the Connect system, um, it was the 20 megahertz bandwidth uh, for their initial release, which was the 30 hertz stuff, which kind of sucked. Um, to get up to 60 hertz with a new camera, you needed 40 megahertz of bandwidth. Mm. And 40 megahertz of bandwidth is basically what we have today with analog. Yeah. But I mean, in terms of with the, the digital stuff, when we like with the uh, Wi Fi, there's all different channels at like 5.1 and like all other bits of the radio spectrum become legally yes, you've, available. you've got a bit more space. That, that is true. Um, and and that, then, that that's kind of country specific. And even if it wasn't frequency hopping, if it was listen before talk kind of thing. where You, you never want that with video. Listen before talk means, you know, you listen. If somebody else is talking, you don't talk. But with exactly. video, you never want that situation. Yeah, you do. If you're if you're at an event and someone someone's already you know racing around or something, and someone in the pits. Oh, if in. someone's plugging on, yeah, that, that's a different case. But if <laughs> you're um, yeah, if you're already on and you're already flying, you certainly don't want listen before talk. For wouldn't it be yeah. lovely to have that? Just plug in your drone and fly off when your mates already flying instead of saying, "Powering on, are you ready for the blip?" and I'm on raceband one. What are you all? We've got a right? connection between your your transmitter and your VTX already in, in terms of changing the frequencies. If it could do a bit of listen before talk, 
work out, okay, that's that's a free frequency, and then just jump on that. Yeah, yeah. that would be bloody brilliant. That would that's the next hype. Come on. It's it's certainly possible. It does complicate things. Um there's so many standards of uplinks out there that you mm-hmm. kind of need something that was fairly fairly neutral. Um you know, it's already a real mess wiring up, you know, beta flight and configuring it. And now you've got another channel to put in there. So, yeah, it, it's all possible. I mean, I, I think it's going to complicate things more than it actually simplifies them. But uh, only, the only at races, not if you're flying with your mates in the field. Hmm. Yeah. Great for flying with your mates in the field, just plugging in. Uh, I've just seen something I've got to read out rob britain just said beep me two shows in a row that i've learned something i feel i feel spoiled now <laughs> we go back to talking about lawnmowers next week don't worry oh, do six months then <laughs> i'll have a word with um alex but the the thing is we're getting dangerously close to the uk drone show so next week yeah so who's going hey hey we all yeah. Yes. Really Even Andy, who's not here. Andy's going from uh, Andy Ossie's going. Do we know if NJ's going or not yet? Anyone spoke to him? Is NJ dead? I've seen him a lot. No, I saw a post. He keeps saw... posting on Instagram about strange dressing rooms he's in. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I just think it's someone pretending to be NJ. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it really. He he actually had a video on his like beat uh, seventy five the other day, flying around. Whilst he's been on tour, he, he is alive as far on. as we as far as we know. Do we talk about this weekend? Or we? I'm no. I'm not going to be able to do my video. I've got what the week I? from hell. Do you mean last weekend? Yeah. We we could have segued, but we we'd missed a couple of opportunities. Um, when we were talking about people flying together in a field, isn't? Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be um, a good segue. Let's rewind that bit and do it again. I'll, I'll you just can shut edit this up, in post, right, Jack? Yeah, I'll chew on this bamboo stick. <laughs> Carry on. Who's going on? Every oh, yes, well, you well, guys came in to see me. Yes, in my special down. spot. And despite the, the, there's two outstanding things that I'd like to mention about it. A, the fact I reminded everybody several times that the field would be muddy and you cross the stream and to wear wellies. So Jack came in his posh trainers. I, I think the outstanding thing is Jack didn't shit himself. Well, <laughs> that was one of them. Good too. The, the other one was about the absolute kiss of death that Frank is towards <laughs> anything electronic. I've never actually seen something on fire in my field before. Frank made it happen. <laughs> Almost I, multiple times. I, I've got a word that I've never dared utter at Frank, but I do think he is a slider. You know those people who have like an is it yeah it is the right term isn't it? People have an effect on electronic things that makes makes them break. I I do have this effect. Uh, we got some customers like that. Yeah, <laughs> not many, but right. it's all the nylon you work with. Frank, I think it is all the nylon charges you up. It was amazing from the very first battery when Frank said something like it just went down in the field, and then he said, "Yeah, well, the battery voltage said it was really low, but I didn't believe it." <laughs> And then it turned out that, like, despite all the videos I keep making about beepers, he didn't have a battery back beeper on there. So he had to... Four hours of videos on beepers. I'm not watching that to find out what I need. Just watch any of them. (laughs) (laughs) So we had to recover it. And then, actually, Tony, there was weird OSD things. Like, Tony's voltage decided to go to, like, 22 volts. That was a bit strange. (laughs) (laughs) Despite it being only a forest and he was flying around. That was weird. It's gone, the, gone are the days of the easy OSD. Do you remember those days? That's what made me think of you. I ran into the video of, uh, of you at flight test. You know, with the the, the what they, what those things got paragliders. Oh yeah, yeah that was awesome. About. And then you flew behind a hill and you looked at your like eight spotters and the cameraman was like, you didn't say anything. No, no, no. It, we didn't fly behind the hill. The um... Actually, that was an interesting one. The XT60 welded itself open. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, huh? it's the only time I've ever seen it. So normally, when mm. connectors get hot, they weld yeah. themselves yeah. closed, and you, you can't yeah. disconnect them. Mm. So when we found this thing, 
the XC60 had got so hot that plastic had flowed around the center conductor and isolated itself. Mm. So the battery, just, everything just disconnected in flight I have, while we were making the episode. I have an XC60 that's done that somewhere. It's a black one. And uh, Yeah, where did, you, where did all the black ones come from? Radio C. <laughs> I've, uh, they've knocked it down. I've got anyone who hates Radio C, let me know. Uh, send me a message and I will send you photographic evidence of it getting torn apart. I think one of them done it. I think actually that happened to me. I got yeah. It was a black one as well. Yeah, I got one. I've also seen a, a welded shut one. That was quite impressive. Hey, welded yeah. shut. I, I could imagine it kind of makes sense. You know, they yeah, arc like, over and then they 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 weld themselves shut. But but getting so hot that they open circuit. That that was a new one to me. It's happened a couple of times. Uh, droning on. If anyone wants to. Uh, Get some free tickets if you go to Droning On's channel and watch his last video. You could get win t- two free tickets to the drone show, which is next Saturday. So check Droning On's channel out. Well, we better do that because of how awful they are. Well, no, no VIP tickets this year. What's going on? You're not very <laughs> VIP. Time is it still in this Birmingham? Oh, maybe, but oh, yes. I've been there VIP three times, so I'm just I'm a bit annoyed that I'm a bit annoyed that we haven't been there this time. VIP, VUIP. Well, okay, it's, it's not even called the drone show anymore. We we should point it out it's what's yeah, called the technology tech. show, also featuring the drone show. Or yeah. it's going to be a it's going to be a show about remote controls. Because there's nothing that we love more in this country than queuing, complaining about the weather, and remote controls. Because, like, <laughs> oh, the Birmingham like, thing, right? Yes. Mm. And it's still in that same room where FPV absolutely sucks, right? That's the one. Okay. Because yeah, I had a bunch of requests from UK pilots to express them rapid fires this last week. <laughs> I guess they're getting ready for it. Yeah, they are. It's because um, it's the. I, I'm going to fluff this. It's because it's I series, I believe. It's a, an entry yep. in the I series races, um, and it's but it's also more important than that usually is, because there's all loads of global pilots there going to compete for some sum of money that I can't remember, but sounds impressive. Um, so yeah, serious serious racing with serious races, which is why we're going on the Saturday. Um, <laughs> The racing is on the Sunday. Or at least the, the final. <laughs> what are you saying? We can't be arsed with that? Uh, well, you know, you've you've seen races when uh, or the races when they get to towards the final. It's yes. all very stressy and very serious. Okay, yeah, well. I'm gonna medicate Frank <laughs> during the whole ordeal. Uh, uh Tony Cake, one thing I've always wanted to ask you Uh-oh. is you know the rapid fire. Have you ever heard of something called trypophobia? The Ooh. fear of irregular shaped holes. Is it <laughs> trypophobia? <laughs> I've never heard of anyone who's got a fear of irregularly shaped holes. Yeah, that are uniform and close together. What is the fear oh, if someone has a, a fear that. of regularly shaped holes then? I don't know. Single. Trypophobia. Yeah. Is it trypophobia? How do you spell it? With a Y, T R Y P O P H O B I A. T R Y. I think it's to do with like uh disease. Oh my god, it's the Anyway. Is a rapid fire as good as Clearview or better? What's your opinion? I know you own it, but Well (laughs) I reckon you think is it's better somehow. Well, Bardwell did this very interesting video where the the uh, community reviewed his blind test videos, and the results of that, let's just say, I was very happy with. <laughs> so, and it was probably the most fair review and video I've, I've ever seen in the FPV world because it was you know, one of these rare cases you could actually do a blind test. Oh, so, I think it's all right. Um. Do you think there's any like particular 
in terms of does one of them have a strength in a particular area than the other like cause there's you know long range or there's indoors or there's all sort of different things is this a case of one size fits all or do you think there's different strengths to different areas <laughs> <laughs> clean cut building services a regular oh, no. a regular hole is still a goal i'm so sorry guys so you know when, when we started rapid fire the the goal was to solve the the, the multi-pathing hell stuff and in fact the history of that goes back to the the years ago when we were offered a big exhibition hall near geneva airport to host a, a drone race and basically the idea was you know you bring people you get the place for free um and the problem there was we went to fly there and it was absolutely unflyable i mean it was there was nothing that we could do we tried everything you know we we even went and um to try a theory of shooting with with directional antennas down from the roof you know they had these cherry pickers i went up i've got the goggles on this thing swaying around and we've got somebody hanging over the edge with antennas you know we're trying to find any way that we could run an event in this hall um and we basically came to the conclusion that we couldn't it was just that shit. Um, so that's when the project really started. It's like, okay, how can we fix it? You know, what can we do to make it work? So the, the original goal was just to, to solve that problem. And then while we were doing it, we realized that to have a module that would kick ass in long range as well would, would kind of be nice. So we, we poured a stupid amount of effort into um, making sure the modules are second to none as far as sensitivity goes, which is the part you need for long range. Um, and batch one was pretty damn good. Batch two took it to another level and batch three take it, takes it a little bit further. So yeah, I, I think it's an all round now it's, it's a pretty good all round module, but I'm going to say that anyhow, but, <laughs> but, I, but I, I truly believe it. It's, uh, cause yeah, it's, um, if I'm right in thinking, cause it's not just diversity in that it's not just switching between the two, but it's doing clever things as well mixing yes. them is, yeah yeah you, you basically got you've got two feeds which are a mix of kind of shit and good stuff and you basically want to take the good bits and leave out the bad bits of both it's probably a simple way to explain it yeah have you ever put opposite polarized antennas on yeah it, it does it helps i mean it'll do it'll do a pretty good job even with linears um, but you know, it, it's, it's, it's most happy when you've got two antennas with about the same view of the sky. So, you know, two omnis for an indoor kind of thing really works well. Um, imagine, imagine you're flying indoor and you, you've got a patch looking in one corner of the room and you've got an omni and the omni, you know, see, sees a big multi-pathing null and then the patch wasn't looking in the direction the quad was in. What are you going to fill the hole with? So you, you kind of want equal signals on each antenna. More holes if it's trypophobia. Trypophobia. <laughs> <laughs> um, quickly, just speaking of indoor flying, I thought I would uh, take the opportunity to plug an event that's being run by Phil Parslow. Um, so this is the amusingly named Com uh, Compton um rg20 6np um so this is the winter whoop round three so they've done two events already um it's five pound entry and that even gets you a free can of drink uh it's december the 5th which is a wednesday uh, and it's from 8 to 10 p.m um you need to drop a message to rg tiny whoop at hotmail.com if you want to uh Go and attend that um, to let them know that you're coming. What kind um, of can of drink? Probably a Coke. Probably. Or a 7-Up. Uh, you know when you said amusingly titled, you know, and you said Compton, do you mean yeah. that in an NWA way? Yes. Straight out of Compton. <laughs> mean streets of Reading. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think watch this live, so he'll be out on his window cleaning round. I'm probably smiling about now. So hello, mate. Oh, but you do need still BMFA or FPV UK insurance, even if it's only a tiny whoop indoors, the, yeah. just for the venue's sake. You could take out your eyeball, but if you're wearing <laughs> gold, it probably won't. 
But as, as far as I understand Frank, from Phil, you can use a 2S whoop if you want to. I don't think there's a restriction on your type of whoop. Uh, not from what I've seen. Frank will still find a way of setting light to things. Of course. You've met me. Yes. Just looks at it. Yeah. <laughs> on your bike, Tony. Says, hey. I know, HBI's in the chat. Should we have a little shout-out quick? HBI, yep. Aeris, Mikey Dread, Mr. Frust, Jerry Squire. That's new. Bill M, hello, mates. Um, Dave Story's in the chat. Droning Zon's in the chat. Um, let's quickly go up a bit further. Callum Richins in the chat. Rob, Rob Britton's in the chat. Not long before Tony will need... Hang on, where's my reading glasses? Peter Marshall. You you take the piss out of me. Yeah, I'm so much healthier than you, and I'm 10 years it's not old. Hard. I can see further, I can run further, I can cycle further. Everything I can do is better than you, Jack. Apart from I can do further. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Anyway, and uh, clean cut building services. <laughs> That's rich, isn't it? Is that is our resident fire marshal. Yeah. <laughs> Accuses his cock to extinguish fires. We could have done with him the weekend. <laughs> Isn't it? Maybe we should keep him on standby. Mm. Only when I'm flying. Should we give something away? How would we do that? No, because you were so no. shit it last time. Yeah, have a go. I promise this time will be better. Whatever. I don't believe you. How can we how can we hold you to ransom? How how about I put the order in the system and give you the order number immediately during the show live? Okay. okay. Right, Mikey Dread, you've won. <laughs> well done. Um, no, I mean he's apparently supposed to get the mojo. Send the mojo and the thing as well. Okay. And uh, if not, your punishment will be Tony nagging you constantly. I will give you him your details, and you will <laughs> you wish that you that. were dead. Yeah. My private details. That's because God honest truth, that's how I feel most of the time. <laughs> it is Oh yeah. And good. How do we give it away? How do we how do we do we do like a little contest? How do we how pick do we... someone in the chat, I guess? Just randomly pick someone. But not um droning on. <laughs> it, gets, it gets free stuff anyway. All right, so don't, pick, don't pick him. All right, pick a random number between Sorry, Ash. One and uh sixty six. And then everyone write a number. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the first person to write that number will be your winner. That is not going to work. In the chat. It will work. I just think we should... No. Just give Mikey Dread everything. Mikey Dread. <laughs> <laughs> have you got a random number? I don't know. Lots of people have got random numbers. Look at this. Have you chosen a random number yet? <laughs> no, I'm looking at one. <laughs> <It's nice one. laughs> I'm thinking about it, it looks good. I mean, like... <laughs> Just keep putting numbers in the chat. <laughs> yeah. Look at this crazy. The chat has gone mental. That's one way to f*** a chat. <laughs> He's just scrolling up too fast. <laughs> we didn't even say what we were giving away yet. Exactly. <laughs> Paperclip. <laughs> Look at it. Stop it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Groaning on, you're trying too hard. I think I did something <laughs> bad there. Maybe I shouldn't have mentioned it. I think you just need to pick a name in the chat. Suddenly yeah. there's 67 people. And give them an email address for them to send their address to. Oh, we could ask who's, you know, who who really wants it. You know, who, who's got the best sob story. Yeah, let's do that. What are you giving away first? What we're giving away, okay. Joe. What we're going to give away? We're going to give away this old photograph of me. <laughs> okay. Oh, that is worth. This is the prize. Look at that mullet. One of my golf GTI. <laughs> That's oh. when Tony was a member Why of the Why have you got a mullet? Ah, oh, come on, mullets. We're in back then. I was going to say, Jack, you ain't far off, bruv. Yeah, true. Well, no, I'm just a massive hair thing. I was tempted. Do a mullet for I was tempted, time. but I, it, if it wasn't cold, I was going to be like, I'm going to strip naked to my pants and whilst we're in the forest, and you were going to be like, you know, oh my God, I've seen Bigfoot. 
The Yeti. Wandering around in my pants. God. No, how, how, think... about, how about we give away a rapid fire <sighs> with a paint? Can I? Can I be? Can I join in? <laughs> I I would like to, to submit my sub story because I think it's the best one. But uh, but how about we, we we give it to the person who has the best explanation as for why FPV is not dying? There you because go. somehow there's one sixty people watching, and the one that entertains us the most. <laughs> Right, go, lads. This, this is interesting because now we have to read people typing life stories. <laughs> uh, one, one sentence. The, the, the reason why you believe that... If that you're dying of cancer, I'll put it in the chat now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have got to judge this. I can't judge. Oh. Oh. This too difficult. Everyone's gone quiet. Yeah. I know. We're waiting to read it. three people are typing <laughs> Yeah, chance is pause. It's fine. I can edit this bit out. I like I like clean cuts. It limited already. It, post, it postpones insanity. That's, yeah, that's my favourite so far. I know, sometimes I wonder whether it's too late. Um, green patches. Hold on, it's going too fast. Cause a ghostly is always been the thing. HBI FB is not dying because HBI is about to come back. I like Jerry Squire's better. Oh, look, tight. you see. What, what one's that? Jerry Squire's got, because Curry should get the rapid fire. Yay. No, we don't like that one. <laughs> what, what happened with your crossover, um, Painless and Curry talk about the R9? Uh, I'll have to tell you off air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I like I like this. You is dying. The FPV we don't know yet is about to be born. That's, Ooh, that's pretty good. That's, that's <laughs> HBI guy, I can't read that out. Sorry. I like Rob Britton's because we have LDO on a Thursday. Oh. <laughs> what about Jack's one? Mm, thanks. <laughs> because pigs can't fly. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, what do you think, guys? I'm not going to choose, but I, I liked... I liked... Uh, I liked uh, Rich's one. It's good. Oh no! Uh, what? Uh, it Curry, postpones what? insanity. That's my one for me. Curry, what are you saying? Uh, I'm having a look through. Yes, I'm. I'm with postpones insanity. Actually, that's quite good. Yeah. Which one was that? It postpones insanity. Uh, clean cut building. Yeah, you were the one who read that out. Uh, Frank? It's true. I mean, we put them... No, not you, other Tony. ...for three minutes and you've got no mortgage or nothing and it does postpone it. That's a good I, one. I like the, the FPV we knew was dying. The FPV don't know yet is about to be born. That, that's kind of... I think there's a lot of truth in that. Frank? But you guys pick. <laughs> what was your favourite? I'm still going to nominate Rob Britton because we have LDO on a Thursday. Oh, uh, it's still two to Rich. Yep. Yep. Fair enough. I guess okay. Rich, Rich is the winner. Right, that's fair enough. It was funny. He made some yeah. funny comments. All right. So someone needs to send me an address and a phone number within the hour. <laughs> okay. Might have one on record. Oh, here we go. This is a breach of the Data Protection Act 1998. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> yeah, he did save us from a fire as well once, using his penis. <laughs> I love this one as well. No dying, the wife just found out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yes. Should we, uh, should we do this bit off air? Should we uh, wrap up, Jack? No worries. Thank you. You've been listening to Let's Drone Out. You've been joined by Andrew slash Frank. Bye. Tony Cake. From Immersion RC, please say something because some people listen to it as a podcast and they won't be able to hear your hand being lifted in the air. Uh, hello. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> My little Tony. Bonjour. Thanks, Immersion RC, for being generous. No worries. He hasn't sent it out yet. <laughs> <laughs> My little Tony was very annoyed by by that. Uh, 
my little favourite curry kitten. Goodbye. Who, funny enough, had an effect where he made us all hungry for curry, and after we saw him, we went for curry. Thanks. <laughs> yep. Thanks, Uncle Frank, for the curry. And yeah, thank you, Frank. Oh, I love you dearly. And I've been Jack Bright till I fly. Good night, everyone. Thank you very much. Don't forget, we've got a Patreon. You guys keep us alive. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Yep. Podcasts. We'll see you Thursday, and then we'll really see you next Saturday. Been a Sorry. pleasure, guys. Thank you. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. Telemetry lost.